Hey everyone, welcome back to my Fit. I'm Dennis Anderson, and I'm here with Toyota. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing great. I'm ready to talk about some sports, especially because my my team, my my sport, they've got a little bit of a big game tonight. Yeah. Just just a tiny bit. We got Battle for the Troops tonight at 5.30 and 8 at McIntosh. The girls play at 5.30, boys play at 8. There is a 30-minute ceremony between the two games. That's why it's not 6 and 8 this time. And they do this every time. It's Battle of the Bubble for soccer. They do Battle of the Troops. So, you know, they're a little bit of a plug there. Make sure you go out and support them because they are both incredible teams to watch. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, the girls' team are 9-3 and three right now. And tonight for them is actually basically – Whoever wins this game will be first seed for the region. So that is a huge, huge, huge thing for them. Mm -hmm. If they can win this, they're going to be first seed, and then that will help a lot with state playoffs and everything. You know, the girls have been playing incredible recently. They had a long streak of shutout wins, and recently they've had a little bit of a, you know, they've definitely started hitting some of those harder teams. And they have St. Pius coming up as well. It's their last home game of the season before, you know, playoffs, which we're hoping we play a couple games home then too. It's boys and girls. I believe it's six and eight at home, St. Pius. Um, I believe that is the Thursday. It's either Thursday or the Tuesday after we get back from break. And I actually talked to Coach Bowen before we hit the battle for the troops, and here's the audio now. Oh, we just need to play well. I mean, do what we normally do and just make sure we're uh, accountable to each other, communicating and yeah, it's always going to be high intensity, high energy, uh, and so if we bring that, then everything should be fine. And then, who are you looking to to really lead that communication? Uh, it'll be you know Davison and Spradlin are usually our most vocal. Uh, Darby and uh, Sophia Varmizia are also very positive and always communicating with everybody and talking it up. And so, out of those four, that's usually where most of our talk starts. If it doesn't, uh, if it's not only from them, then at least where that's where it begins. What are you hoping for, especially in the crowd? Um, oh, you Thursday? always want a big crowd. It's just fun. You know, somebody makes a tackle and the crowd's like, ooh, or you get you know, shot and you hear the, oh, no, it's just fun. Makes it entertaining. You know, Bowen just kind of talked about how we're going to have to rely on communication, and he named a couple of those people that are always communicating, you know, Chloe Spradlin, Rachel Davison, always those number two, with Davison being on the back end and then Spradlin being on the front end. Those are just two incredible players that we talk about almost every single time we talk about girls' mm-hmm. soccer. Very but, vocal leaders out there, and they're on the field. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Spradlin's still a junior, so mm-hmm. they got that going next year, so we'll see about that. And then on the boys' side, we have some real big wins over some typically tough teams, and now we are facing McIntosh, who is the first who is first in the region at the moment, and started the month with a statement win. McIntosh was down 4-0 to cross keys, one of the best teams in the state, and came back to win 5-4 to in an overtime. And Max Preps actually has McIntosh ranked as 7th in the state and 19th in the nation. However, we have eight seniors on our Stars Mill team. So mm-hmm. that if this is a this is a game to win, you want to win your rivalry, you know, every single time. Every single time. Also, we are currently ranked 8th in the state. Mm-hmm. So we are right behind them. There's no reason to miss this game. Oh, no. It's going to be, whew, it's going to be real, real fun to watch. I mean, yeah. I'm definitely going to be at the girls' game tonight. I may stay a little bit for the boys. We'll see how cold it gets tonight. But, um, <laughs> and you know, I feel like the boys and the girls have an 
an incredible chance tonight. Mm-hmm. They are n- not slowing down at all. And, you know, the boys are always a really fun team to watch because their communication is a little different than the girls. Uh, yeah. There's no one person that leads them. They are all over the place. They have about two or three leaders as midfielders. They have a couple as strikers. They have a couple as in the back. And so it's just kind of interesting to watch because whenever a midfielder is leading your communication, things can a little get different <laughs> because, you know, I feel like it helps them a lot. And, you know, Michael Lance in the goal, he is very vocal at mm-hmm. times. <laughs> you can tell whenever he thinks things are going well or when things aren't going well. So I think that's a very interesting thing to see, especially, you know, with eight seniors on the team. You know, we got that. We have eight on the boys' team, two on the girls' team. So make sure you come out and support them. Their last battle for the troops tonight, 530 and 8 at McIntosh. All right, and so now we're going on to lacrosse. So for the girls, they suffered another loss against uh, Cambridge, but um, over the break they will be traveling to South Carolina. You know, they've been playing through tough competition, and they've had some really close wins and losses. So um, it's just been like almost a trend this year for the girls to have to somehow make these games close and nail biters. But and it's not like they're out of the game at any mm-hmm. point. There is not a single point when you're looking at this lacrosse team that they're just, you know, out of it. They're not really in their, in the right mindset from the get go. They're ready to go. I mean, sometimes they get down a couple goals in the very beginning, but they always come right back battling full force. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, onto the, um, on the boys, you have, um, uh, they're six and four now, and they'll be playing their first region matchup against Trinity on Tuesday. Their record is, it doesn't tell the whole story really, because, these, these guys, they've been playing together for quite a while. They know what they're doing. But, you know, sometimes even though you might be playing together well when the new season starts, it might take a while to click. Um, so, you know, just always be on the lookout for those. We'll be having some more lag stories coming up over the break, especially from um, Editor-in-Chief Riley Sableton. And um, so you just got to be on the lookout for them. Go out and support your uh, lacrosse teams because they really do, um, they really do um, appreciate that. And so now I think we can uh, move on to baseball. Which our staff writer, Ben Barkley, has been covering recently. He covered the Macintosh series that we won 2-1. to one, Yes. Which is an incredible comeback after losing the first match. Mm-hmm. Um, whew, that's incredible. So, And then they started their most recent region series on Tuesday against Griffin, which they mercy, which they mercy ruled 14-4 to four in five innings, which is also incredible. And Ben Barkley has a story on that one, too. That should be coming out either today or tomorrow. So they started off that four runs at the top of the first, but you guys pulled off this win. How do you feel about the, well, this win? I mean, I, I feel good about it. We came back. We weren't ready to play in the beginning. We were just sort of going through the motions everywhere, at the plate, on the mound, in the field. So, um, But they, they rallied up, and, you know, we started – Che came in, did a great job. And then uh, we – I don't know, you know, a lot of guys had a lot of hits today. So it was good. good. So top of the first, they get those four runs. What do you tell the team? I told well, I told them before the game, you better respect every opponent, and uh, we just sort of didn't, you know, after that big series last week, we didn't have any energy, and uh, you know, we found ourselves in. And I just told them, you know, we got ourselves in the hole, we got ourselves in a mess, we're going to fight, and they did. They came back. So, like you said, Shea came in and pitched the rest of the game. I think he may have only allowed like one hit after yeah, that. Yeah. How, how was his performance? Yeah, how did that affect awesome. the game? Awesome. He, he, he uh he hadn't thrown in a while. We've been you know wanting to get him in, and uh, 
you know, he shut their momentum down. That was the biggest thing is we needed to cool them off. And, uh, he shut them down. That was big. And then we swung the momentum our way, and that's how it went. So you guys finish off the series on Thursday and Friday. What do you guys have to improve on in order to? Well, the biggest thing for us is we, we've got to have energy and be ready to play every time. Because, you know, we're defending region champions, you know, a couple of years in a row, and everybody's trying to knock us off. And they got to understand we've got to be at our top every time. And, you know, this baseball team looking pretty good. Yeah. Um, winning against McIntosh is always a very, 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 very good sign. Um, Just especially for such a young team, which is definitely po- poised for the future. Mm-hmm. Got, I don't even know how many sophomores. It's so- freshmen and sophomores. It's a lot. It's a young um, team again. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're getting experience together. They're playing, they're playing well together. Um, you know, Obviously. sometimes they do try some wild things out there, but mm-hmm. se- things seem to be working pretty well for them um, so far. So, and their record is fifteen and three, and they have not had the easiest of schedules. Oh no, at all. They had front. They front loaded their schedule. They always set, do. And they played these tough teams, and proceeded to beat most mm-hmm. of those teams. And it's just awesome. It's just amazing to see because. You really wouldn't expect it, especially after losing such a big class last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, going into golf, golf, both of the teams are poised to repeat as state champs, which is incredible, mm-hmm. awesome. Give us that director's cut boost there. Yes. <laughs> um, we have a very veterans girls team, and then Luke Phillips is our boys team right now. Yes, and in fact, the um, boys team actually won the um, Packer Invitational down in Moultrie uh, this past weekend by se- 17 strokes. Um, Kyle Bushlowski was the low medalist with 71, and then Luke Phillips was runner-up with 72. And so the girls shot, and the girls uh, traveled to Valdosta, and they shot 242 to finish third in the Lady Viking in the Lady Viking tournament. So you know um, they'll be playing. A lot more of the spring break and um, when we come back. So you just uh, always be on the lookout. Um, they'll definitely provide a boost for our Director's Cup here. So, you know, that's always good. And then going down onto track. And so I actually spoke to Coach Walker earlier this week. And so here's the audio right now. I mean, obviously we're, we're getting better. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. the, that's the number one thing. Um, but for Julia to uh, continue doing what she's doing in the pole vault mm-hmm. and – Started out the season at 10 feet, then went 10-6, then went to 11. Mm-hmm. Now she's clear 11-6, so she's doing really, really well. Um, Harrison's undefeated in the 800 right now. He broke the meet record. Mm-hmm. At, uh, I think he ran 155. Um, so he's he's riding a lot of momentum right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some other kids that uh, – Leah Dubin, yes. who just committed to – Alabama, she's gonna go. She's actually got a walk-on spot, okay. so she's gonna be going there uh, to run the hurdles. So mm-hmm. she'll run the 400 meter hurdles, and she'll run the 100 meter hurdles. Um, but she broke, or she tied the school record in the 300 hurdles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she went 44, 31. Yeah. So you know, you got some really good things going. Um, we got some strong kids that are continuing to do do well uh, both on the boys and the girls side um, we got some young kids that uh, Colton Ovi mm-hmm. is a 10th grader ran 447 in the mile finished ninth uh, at Carrollton but then you got Joseph Muzillo who's another 10th grader went 444 in the mile uh, Colby Smith 4 
53 in the mile. Those are three 10th graders. Mm -hmm. So when those seniors, Ty and Nick and uh, Harrison graduate, you've got some kids coming. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's more encouraging uh, to see those younger kids really, really produce. Mm -hmm. um, and then you know, Colby Smith also runs the, the 3200. So that group of kids, they, 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 they're doing a good job. Seth Miller, he's mm -hmm. a, he'll be a senior next year, and he's, he's a 450 miler. So there's four kids right there that can kind of move into those mm -hmm. spots of the seniors on the boys' side. Uh, the girls' side, we're still pretty thin. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've got um, you know, a few girls that are, are doing well right now in, in, the, in the distance. Um, you've got Megan, and uh, she's, she's been doing her and Aaron Schmidt in the 3200, and then Allie and uh, uh, Zemi have been running the mile in the 800. So we, we've got some we got some kids doing some good things. Our four by four girls mm -hmm. just ran three fifty four nine, and that's the fast, fifth fastest time in the state all classification. So that's we're third in five A, but okay. fifth overall. All right. So that shows you how tough our mm -hmm. classification is. Okay, and so you know he talked about how um, on both sides you have um, you have a really good uh, really good seniors, especially like on the boys side you have. Harrison Foltz, Nick Nyman, Mitchell Harris, Ty Dubin, Rhett Perry. Rhett Perry's hurt. He's hurt? Well, I mean, still, my my point taken. He, the list goes – we got a pretty good um, – we've got some pretty good seniors out there. Um, and then, you know, we have some good um, – I'm so good underclassmen coming up, like um, sophomores, uh, Colton Ovi uh, and, like, and uh, Colby Smith, some good distance runners out there. So um, they're doing pretty well for themselves. They finished – um, the boys finished 10th overall and, um, the girls finished second in the Carrollton Invitational uh, this past weekend. And, um, on the girls side, Julia, um, Julia Colson, she, um, she set a new PR in mm -hmm. the pole vault at 11.6. And it just seems like she keeps, she keeps moving up at every meet. And that is just amazing to see. And then, um, Leah Dubin, um, another senior, she, um, has recently committed to Alabama and she, um, for running, she, um, plays, uh, she won the, um, pan, not the Panther relay, the, um, 300 meter hurdles. Mm -hmm. And she said, um, meet record in that with a time of like 44, five, I think or something, yeah. something crazy like that. Um, and then for the relay team, it was a team of. Uh, Bree St. Julian, Tara Davis, Leah Dubin, and uh, sophomore. It was a uh, sophomore. Uh, it slipped. It really just slipped my mind right now. <laughs> Joy's a Panther bit. Um. So yeah, but the um the team they won the uh, or actually they won the uh, Panther relays, uh, the four by one hundred meter race, and you just these girls they um they run so well together. They're it's like they're just like a well-oiled machine out there and they brought home another and they then brought home another trophy for us that helps obviously with the director's cup boost well and our boys relay mm -hmm. which, which is, was Rhett perry um nick nyman mm -hmm. harrison fultz gosh she's a little fourth one slip my mind ty, ty, Dubin. ty Dubin. yes and so you know they are actually a school record setting mm -hmm. relay team. So they're also another one to keep out for, keep an eye out for. And 
Do not forget to come to Friday Night Lights this Friday and Saturday, actually. Um, you know, make sure you come out before you leave town. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of events to be watching. It mm-hmm. starts at 4.15, ends at 10.30. So you definitely have enough time to come out and watch yeah. because you can come out at any point pretty much after school until the very end of the night. So just make sure you come out and support every single set of these Panthers because they're everywhere. They're ready to get going mm-hmm. for playoffs. Yes, playoff season is is quickly approaching. They'll be they'll be going right into the end of the year. Um, these teams are, I guarantee, at least one team is going to bring home a state championship this year. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm just excited to um, finally see who that team will be. Me too. Yeah. And who knows? Hopefully, we'll have two. It's true. Oh. <laughs> I mean, at least golf is going to be mm-hmm. getting pr- pretty close. And I have, I have a good feeling about almost every single one of these teams because mm-hmm. most of the time our spring sports are not the ones that, you know, do really well in the regular season, get into playoffs and, you know, have a bad game the first round. Usually they, you know, get one or two seed, get a, get you know, low seed, and then they keep just, going. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes they, they're never at home and they still somehow keep going. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. So, you know, come out and support, especially during the playoffs. It'll be very exciting. You trust me, you won't want to miss it. We'll be out there covering those. We'll have plenty of stories from now until playoff time. So, um, I guess we're ready to wrap this up now. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And make sure you come out and support your Panthers and go and look at all the stories that we've been posting recently. And we have more to come. All right. Thank go you. Panthers.